Hallelujah. Glory to God. Father, we bless you and we honor you this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. Good morning, good morning, and good morning. I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praises shall continually be in my mouth. The humble shall hear thereof and make their boast in the Lord. Amen. I'm boasting in God. Amen. Taking a little moment, surveying the land. Because oh, I'm, t- I'm ready. I really am. Just taking a little moment. Let's pray and go ahead and get started. Heavenly Father, I thank you. Lord, I thank you for your word that is forever settled in heaven. And Lord, now may your kingdom come and your will be done in the earth as it is in heaven. Amen. And amen. This morning, I want to speak to you from the topic. Kingdom increase has already begun. I'm not trying to preach. I'm going, well, maybe I am because the preach means to proclaim and I'm going to proclaim today. I believe God has dropped a word in my spirit that if you can receive this word. Oh, my goodness. Let, let, me, let me just come out. Listen, I'm going to say this first. Listen to me, please. I'm going to give you a simple assignment. Obedience is absolutely key in this season. A simple assignment. Take you a tablet. Lay it next to your bed. Get something to write with for that tablet. Because God is about to begin to speak to you in the night season and he's going to cause you to hear things that's going to solve problems on your job. He's going to cause you to have ideas and things that are going to blow your absolute mind. But you just need to do one simple thing. Put the tablet next to your bed. I told you this season is going to the obedience is going to be key in this season. Now, there's some people that's listening to me now. I've just given a simple assignment. Can you do the simple thing? He says in Job, I'm not even in my text yet, but I I think it's, it's in the book of Job. He says he opens up men's hearts, and I'm paraphrasing. He opens up men's hearts. In, in essence, in the night season and speaks to them things so that they would know it was not their own understanding, but it came by the spirit of God. I'm telling you, God is going to begin to drop things in your spirit. You're going to solve crises that's happening on your job. People are not going to have any answers. And you're going to come in because God spoke to you and gave you the answer. Because of what kind of season we're in. Some of you all, you're, you don't even see this right now. But get ready to run some things. Get ready to run some things. You say, well, I, you know, I don't see myself doing. That's right. You, you don't see yourself. It ain't about what you see. But I'm telling you, he's going to give you ideas. And all you need to do is act on what he gives you. Kingdom increase has already begun. All right, let's see if I'm in the book now. Let's see if I'm in the book. 
Because, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't do the preach, preach you happy thing just to say I'm preaching you happy so we get your emotions. Let's see if we're in the book. Isaiah chapter 37, verse 26, New Living Translation. The kingdom increase has already begun. The kingdom increase has already begun. Isaiah chapter 37, verse 26. But have you not heard? I decided this long ago. Long ago I planned it and now I am making it happen. Oh, y'all, 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 y'all ain't even hearing me. You're not even hearing me. But have you not heard? You didn't hear this? You didn't hear about this? Oh, my goodness. I decided this long ago. Long ago I planned it, and now I'm making it happen. This ain't about us making it happen. This is about God making it happen. He said, I plan for you to crush fortified cities in the heaps of rubble. You, you, this... This bigger than we imagine. Lord, I'm going to preach me happy today. If I, well, I'm already happy, but. Number one, some only going to do two points and we're going to get ready to, to, to shut her down here. But I, I, don't, I don't know how these two points are going to go. Number one, where are you looking? This is why some people can't receive when God speaks. Where are you looking? Are you looking at your current bank account? Are you looking at your current household issues? Are you looking at, your, at the current economy? Are you looking at what all of the talking heads are saying on TV? Where are you looking? This is why people struggle when God speaks because they're not looking in the right place. Because the first thing happens is the Lord speaks and people say, but. But because I'm looking somewhere else. Where are you looking? Second Corinthians five and seven. King James, you know, it. very familiar passage of scripture for we walk by faith, not by sight. Seeing something is not faith. Let me preach to Ken Plummer. Seeing something is not faith. I have to preach with somebody that's going to give me an amen. 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 Folk used to seeing stuff. I got to see it. Well, pastor, you said the, the kingdom increase has already begun. I don't see it. Seeing something is not faith. And you walk by faith and not by sight. That's all right. I brought my own amen. It's okay. Amen. Hebrews 11 and 1, King James says, once again, very familiar passage of scripture. But you know what? I'm tired of just being familiar with scripture. I want to live it. Hebrews 11 and 1 says, now faith is the substance of the things hoped for. It's the substance of what I'm hoping for. You got any substance? It's the evidence of what I can't see. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Jackie, pull out a New Living Translation. Look at this. Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. Wow, wow, wow. What, what we hope for is real. Faith just shows it. Wow. 
It's the evidence of what we cannot see. I, I, don't worry, I'm building a case here because I understand. I understand when we talk to people who, have, who are inundated with things that have been they're bombarded constantly with situations and circumstance. And it just seems like, you know, well, it's uh, 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 uh. no, I'm, I'm not going that route no more. What's God saying? Whose report will you believe? See, I'm not going to be talked out of what God says. I refuse that. I refuse that my destiny is bigger than that. So is yours. The call on you is greater than that. It's greater than somebody sitting there, well, you know, this is the way, this is the way it's going to be. Oh, well. No, why are you living there? You need to move. Change your address. My goodness. Luke chapter 17, verse 20, 21, King James. Some folk came to Jesus. The Bible says the Pharisees, the religious folk. The religious folks, certain things they like. Let's read the text, see what they like. King James. And when he was demanded of, of the Pharisees, so they making a demand on Jesus. You know how we do. God, I need to see something. Oh, no, no, no. Let, let's be real. We like to put a little demand on Jesus. But it's the demand on our conditions and not his. This is what we want. So look at this. And when he was demanded of the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God should come. Now, just for contextual reasons. You know, I love Matthew chapter four, verse 17. What Jesus says, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So Jesus already said the kingdom is here. But here's some religious folks saying, can you let me know when it's coming? Oh, my goodness. Come on now. So we need to let you know when what's coming is coming, although what's coming is here. So what you're really telling me is you missed it. Based on your question, I'm fully aware you already missed it. You let folk talk long enough, they're going to tell you right where they're at. The Bible says when he was demanded of the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, the kingdom of God cometh not with observation. Everything God does is not, is not always visible at first. See, this is what this is what we 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 struggle because we live in a world that's dominated by our senses. I can't taste it. I can't touch it. I can't see it. So I don't know if it's real. But Jesus said the kingdom of God doesn't come with observation. This is not something you're going to see on the outside. Let's keep on, because remember, this was religious folks talking to Jesus. We don't want to be one of them. Because everything God does is not always visible first. Let me see, Miss Leslie. I, I know, you know, some things could be a little complex. So, before he formed us in the womb, he knew us. So, before we were visible, we were already known. See, you can make it deep if you want to, but it's really not. 
It's just we got to learn to think differently because we got to go by what Jesus says, not what we see. Somebody said a man's womb is really his ear. Because faith comes by. So, and when he was demanded of the Pharisees when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, the kingdom of God cometh not with observation. It wasn't that it wasn't present. It just wasn't visible yet. Can you have something now and it just not be visible? You know, this stuff works. Let me show you how it works on the negative. How is it that we go to the doctor and find out we got something that we never knew we had? And then everybody reacts because they found out what they had that they didn't know they had before. So why can't we just flip that and realize we got something that we just don't see and react now because we got it? So that means my speech is a little different now. I'm not talking like I don't have it. Because if Jesus says, I got it, I got it. Yes. Well, I don't see it. I, well, I, it ain't about what I see. Because if I keep saying it long enough, I'm going to see it. So it's okay. I'm just, we, we coming slowly. We coming slowly. Verse 21. They still talking to Jesus. So Jesus says to them, neither shall they say, lo here or lo there, for behold, the kingdom of God is within you. So Jesus said it's his inside job first. It's an inside job first. Let's work on the inside. Before we're worrying about what we see on the outside, let's work on the inside. It's an inside job first. See, work, faith works from the inside out. Works on the ins- from the inside out. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Go with me, New Living Translation, 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Ah, so you saying it's an inside job, faith works from the inside out. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9, New Living Translation. See, I believe kingdom increase has already begun. Amen. 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 First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9 New Living Translation that is what the scriptures mean when they say no eye has seen no ear has heard and no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him so mm, no eye has seen no ear has heard and you ain't even imagine what God's prepared but, but wait a minute can't see it. We didn't even hear it. Couldn't even imagine it. But that didn't mean it didn't exist. Let's go to verse 10 because we don't want to leave anybody hanging right there. It says, no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. Verse 10. But it was to us. Wait a minute now. It don't stop there. Just because you didn't see it. Just because you didn't hear it, just because you didn't imagine it, 
See, that, see, here's the thing. Oh, my goodness. Holy Spirit, thank you. There's another part of you. See, you've been judging it wrong. There's another part of you. You judge what you've seen. You judge what you hear. And you judge your imagination. And you assume that those are the only three parts that matter. Because most of your life, it has worked that way. Welcome to the kingdom now. Because now in the kingdom, verse 10, but it was revealed, I'm, I'm sorry, but it was to us that God revealed these things by his spirit. See, there's another part of you now. There's another part of you now that gives more credence than your ears do. It gets more credibility than your eyes do. It is more dominant than what you imagine. It's your spirit. But it was to us that God revealed these things by his spirit. Now, wait, wait. For his spirit searches out everything and shows us God's deep secrets. So, the external things that our eyes see and our ears hear do not determine the eternal things that God has prepared. What I hear, what I see doesn't determine what God has for me. By the time I see it, I already had it. You, you, you'll catch up with that one. See, let me, let me see if I could do this in a little simple statement. This is God's spirit to God's spirit. This is God's spirit. See, it's revealed to us by his spirit. So this is God's spirit to his spirit. Well, what do you mean to his spirit? See, you have God's spirit. So God's spirit to his spirit. So a spirit transmitted. You need a little Bible for it? No problem. I understand. I understand. Romans chapter 8, verse 9. You say, well, why, why everybody ain't getting this? Because it's spirit. It's spirit. Romans 8 and 9. But ye are not in the flesh. Your ears don't matter. Your eyes don't matter. Your little imagination, my little imagination, don't matter. But in the spirit, See, it's the other part of you. We forgot to count. If so, be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. So this don't apply if you don't have Christ's spirit. But if you got God's spirit, he's revealing it to you by his spirit. So it's from his spirit to his spirit. I'm preaching better than you saying amen. That's all right. You just have to watch the broadcast again later. It's going to work just as good then, too. See, this, this, listen, we got to get this. I, I'm about to go to my second point, but we got to get this, you all. This thing, don't worry about what you see. Don't worry about what you hear. Don't even, you know, because sometimes I can't, I could, you, have you ever said, man, I couldn't even imagine that. Right, you, that's all right. You ain't got to imagine it. It ain't up to me, but my spirit. 
That's why, that's why something on the inside of you is a yearning. Something is, is, something is saying, get up. It's still, you know, you have a, a tough day, a tough week. Something said, get up. Oh, get up. Something is coming. Something is coming. Something is going on because it's being revealed by his spirit. Things didn't turn out like you thought they would. Oh my goodness, this 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 look like it's falling, it's failing, it's going under. This I thought this was gonna be get up. How do you keep getting up going on? Because your spirit, something is being revealed in your spirit that God has something far bigger than what you see. The kingdom increase has already begun. If you don't get the rest of my message. I'm telling you, it's in the title. It's in the title. If you could wrap your mind around that, if you could begin to formulate the rest of your your life, understanding that this thing has begun, that it's already happening. Let me see if I can help solidify that. We talking about where you're looking. That's what's wrong with some folks. They're looking in the wrong places. You're not going to find me looking in the wrong places that I'm, I'm not there. If you're looking for me, you know, I, I'm, I'm sorry, this may seem a little colonel. <laughs> Deion Sanders, when he's trying to recruit these kids, he said, I ain't hard to find. It's just where you're looking. If you're looking for what God is doing, you can't look by saying, okay, well, I, ain't, I don't see this. I, I ain't hear that. I can't imagine him. Do- that ain't it. But what about your spirit? Are you looking at what's being revealed in your spirit? The thing that make you go like, well, this, this is different. Yeah, it's your spirit now. Your spirit saying, yeah, you, you can do all things through Christ, which strengthens you. Yeah, your spirit get to talking to you like that. Greater is he that's within you than he that's within the world. Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you could think and or ask according to the power that worketh in you. Yeah, your spirit get to talking to you like that. But your flesh going like, I, I don't see that. I don't, I don't know how we going. Ah, you, you the wrong one. We're we looking in the wrong place. You can't find the right thing looking in the wrong place. Number two, number two, number two. Number two is real simple. First, number one was where you're looking at. Number two, watch this real deep. It's happening now. It's happening right now. I'm going to give you a moment. Just give you a moment. Because you know what? You're going to look back on this and you say, Lord, why wasn't I doing cartwheels then? Why wasn't I I running up and down the aisle? Because he said it was happening right now. Not because I said it, but I'm telling. Watch this. Watch this. Some of, you, some of you are, and I, I say this with, with respect and, and kindness, some of you all are so subdued. Like, it, it just, you just, praise the Lord. You watch. Folk going to look at you and be like, oh my goodness. What, how did, what, I didn't know she was even like, like that. Because when God break open, what he doing? <laughs> Yo. Your undignified praise. It's happening right now. New Living Translation, Isaiah 43 and 19. Now I'm going to try not to get too happy. 
but I'm already happy. So starting off like that. Isaiah 43, 19, New Living Translation. For I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. So, pathways through uncharted territories. See, wilderness is uncharted. God is going to make a pathway through uncharted territories. So get ready to walk into new territory. People love to hear that. It's like, oh, but wait a minute. Let me tell you a little something. Places where the path is revealed while you depend on God. In other words, let me help you out. This is a path that you can't see. This is a path that God's going to reveal. And it's going to be revealed while you depended on him. What do you mean, Pastor? Remember this. The children of Israel had to go through the wilderness. Moses' concern was, we need somebody who knows the way. That's why he tried to get his um, uh, father-in-law to go with them. I need somebody to know about this wilderness thing. You could be eyes for us in the wilderness. It's going to be a pathway that's going to be revealed. See, wilderness is any place that leaves you totally dependent on God. So the pathway is going to be revealed while you're depending on God. It's new territory. You won't be able to consult your past to, discern, to, to determine this pathway. I can't look behind me from where I have been to determine where I need to go. He's going to make a pathway through the wilderness. Then he says, I'll create rivers in the dry wasteland, dry wasteland. So it's a time of spiritual refreshing in what was once a dry wasteland. Saints are not going to say this to you, but it's been a very dry time. Very dry time. Parched, dry, just almost like, Lord, what's, what's going on? A, a struggle. It's almost like you, you have uh, you ever had them dreams where you running, but it's in slow motion. You, you, you know, you can't like, what's wrong? Why can't I go faster? It's, 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 it's like you, you, you almost marching and it's like in jello. You know, you, you can't. But see, that was the dry. That was the dry wasteland. But look what he says. I will create rivers. Rivers in the dry. There's a refreshing coming for the people of God. There is a refreshing for the people of God. There is a refreshing for the people of God. There is a refreshing for the people of God. I don't like to just say anything. I like to give biblical basis for what I'm saying. Acts chapter 3 verse 19. The Bible says, repent ye therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out. When the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord, when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord, when the times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, it's a time of refreshing. That's why God's going to make rivers, rivers, rivers in this wasteland. It's a time of refreshing from the presence of the Lord. All right, I got a few more minutes. 
It's happening right now. It's happening right now. It's happening right now. I will tell you, I'll put an asterisk by this message. It's happening right now. It's happening right now. I can hear you in the pastor. You said, I said, I told you it's happening right now. Psalms 33 and 9, King James. Lord, this is what you said. Psalms 33 and 9 says, for he spake and it was done. For he spake and it was done. He commanded and it stood fast. See, some things that we need to discover about God. Bible says he spake and it was done. No bunch of arguing and him and all and then what's, whoa, well, I, no. He spake and it was done. He commanded, not suggested. God ain't suggesting your increase. He commanded it. What did he tell? What did he tell the prophet when he said he commanded the blessing? Commanded the blessing. It is suggested it commanded this. He commanded the Bible said and it stood fast. Verse 10. The Lord bringeth the counsel of the heathen to naught. He maketh the devices of the people of non effect. Listen, what God is doing is a sure thing. You can, listen, I, I, I'm sorry, I don't mean this like this, but you, you, hopefully you get the gist of what I'm saying. You can bet on this. What God is doing is a sure thing. It will stand fast and it won't crumble under the criticism or the conflict of this world and its systems. What, what do you mean, Pastor? He said, the Lord bringeth the counsel of the heathen to know. Do you know he's about to undo all of this foolishness? Their counsel, he's going to undo it. He's going to bring it to nothing. It's happening right now. Ooh, Pastor, you said, yep, I'm telling you. Jesus says, I, 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 I'm told you, I'm telling you these things so that you may believe. Because <laughs> it's going to come to pass. It's going to come to pass because it's happening right now. He says he bringeth the counsel of the heathen to naught. He maketh the devices of the people of non-effect. All of these, the strategies, the schemes that folks are working against the people of God is coming to naught. It ain't going to work. I know the weapon is formed, but it shall not prosper. I know it was formed. You might have even seen the weapon, but that's all right. That's all right. The Bible says Haman built a gallow to be hung on. He was he was gonna hang Mordecai. He was gonna hang him on it. The weapon was formed. But it did not prosper because the same weapon he built was the one that he was hung on. God's going to turn it to naught. It ain't going to work. It 
might be against you right now, but it won't prosper. Don't you quit. Don't you give up. Don't you give in. Now is not the time because it's happening right now. Psalms 52 and 9. Bible says, I will praise thee forever because thou hast done it. No, 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 no. You got, you, you, no, 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 no. You got to give, you, you got to understand what he's saying. I will praise thee forever because thou hast done it. I ain't praising you for nothing. I'm praising you because you've done it. I'm praising you because you've done it. I'm praising you because you've done it. Glory. Glory, glory, glory. Come on, y'all get me happy. Come on, come on, come on. Wait, come on, come on, come on. We're going to praise you forever. Forever. Because he's done it. It's happening right now. If you only knew. If you only knew. You thinking your situation is, no, God can't do this for me. He already got you. He already got you. He already got you. Hallelujah. He already got you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He already got you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He already got you. Well, you, you, you don't know, Pastor, what, what, what happened. You don't understand. No, no, no. You don't know, and you don't understand. See, <clears throat> the psalmist says, I'll praise thee forever. See, the correct response is praise. That's the correct response. That's the correct response. the correct response because I didn't do it. It wasn't on my shoulders. He did it. So the correct response is praise. Oh my goodness. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. We got to finish up. 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 Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Woo. Psalmist says, Psalms 52 and 9, he said, I'll praise thee forever. He says, because thou hast done it. I'll wait on your name because it's good before. Your word is good for me. Just your word, Lord, that's enough. It's good. It's good for me because thou hast done it. Listen to this. Praise is the correct response because God did it. But watch this. What am I saying? Give credit where credit is due. This wasn't about you, Ken Plummer. This wasn't about me. God did it. So we need to give credit where credit is due. And praise is the correct response because he's due the credit for what he did. Oh, 
open your mouth and say what the Lord did. Open your mouth and say what the Lord did. Glory. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Kingdom is increased. has already begun. You remember this moment. Remember this moment. Hallelujah. You better remember this moment. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Lord, I thank you. Glory, glory, glory. Glory, it's already begun. It's already begun. Hallelujah, Lord, we praise you. Lord, we magnify your name. Lord, we exalt your name on high. You and you alone are worthy of all praise and honor and glory. Let the world know that this is the Lord's doing and it's marvelous in our sight. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Don't open my mouth and say what the Lord has done. I ain't being quiet no more. You got a problem with it? If it offends you, oh well. God is good. Hallelujah. My, 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 my. Woo. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Lord, we bless you. Lord, we honor you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. It's already begun. It's already begun. It's already begun. Hallelujah. Like a wave, it's already begun. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory, glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Let's 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 finish up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, glory. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 3. Glory to God. I, I just got a little bit more. Just a little bit more. We're going to finish up. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, this thing has already begun. This thing has already begun. What you've been praying for, what you've been hoping for, and you didn't even know it in its totality. You just had a glimpse. You just had a glimpse at best. Hallelujah. Bible says in Acts chapter 3 verse 12. While you're turning there, this is a very familiar passage of scripture. This is what Peter and John are on their way to the temple to pray. They see a man who's lame. They say silver and gold have I none, but such as I have I give unto thee. And the man is healed. 
He, he gets strengthened in his, in his legs and he, he begins to be able to walk and to leap. And they see this and they're astounded by what they see. But watch this. This is why I say you got to open your mouth and say what the Lord has done. In Acts chapter 3, verse 12, the Bible says, when Peter saw it, what did he see? The people that rushed up to Peter and John, and they're all around them now. And, they said, and, Peter, and the Bible says, when Peter saw it, he answered unto the people, ye men of Israel, why marvel you at this? Why are you so blown away at this? He says, or oh, why look ye so earnestly on us? As though by our own power or holiness we had made this man to walk. Let me tell you something. What is about to occur, what God is doing right now, people are going to look at you. And they're going to look at you and want to ascribe some certain power to you. They want to go ascribe some certain ability to you. They're going to want to assume that you you really tight with God or you, you just got great influence with him. And all of a sudden they want to make you something that you're not. I want you to hear me now. I want you to hear me. Because when Peter, they, when Peter and John did this, they were just trying to use the name of Jesus so he would be glorified. But people misunderstood. People are going to misunderstand what God is doing in your life. They're going to want to call you something that you're not. They're going to begin to want to heap titles on you. They're going to begin to want to put you in positions and on pedestals so that they can begin to give you self-worship. Well, they begin to make you something that you're not. But you got to be careful. The Bible says in Acts chapter 3, verse 12, and when Peter saw it, oh, I see what they're doing. I see what's on their mind. And he answered unto the people, you men of Israel, why are you, why are you blown away at this? Or why are you looking on us so earnestly as though by our own power of holiness we had made this man to walk? It ain't because we nothing special. He said, verse 13, the God of Abraham, and of Isaac and of Jacob, the God of our fathers, hath glorified his son Jesus. Listen, I want you to know that what God is making happening now is because he is glorifying his son Jesus. So when you open your mouth and you say loud what the Lord is doing, it's so that there's no misunderstanding, baby. I don't want you to misinterpret who's doing this. I, I don't want you to misunderstand who's behind this. I want you to know it's not me. I want you to know it's not. I, I, I know sometimes God make us look good. He make us look like we got it all together. But I just want you to know this is the Lord's doing and it's marvelous in my eyes just like yours. I don't want anybody to be misunderstood. And, and see, in this season, we're not going to leave any room for misunderstanding. We want you to know it's God doing it. Let me, let me close with this. Psalms 109, verse 27. My, my, my. Woo. Oh, my goodness. Psalms 109, verse 27, King James. That they may know that this is thy hand. That thou, Lord, has done it. That the unbelievers would know you did it. That the doubters would know that you did it. That the haters would know that you did it. That the enemy will know that you did it. Lord, do it so they will know you did it. 
Whatever it is that you're doing, Lord, do it so that they will know you did it. So all glory, all honor, and all praise can go to him. My last scripture and I close. New Living Translation, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 5. I want you to hear this. I turned to this and it blew me away. Because if I felt like God was speaking. Like he was just right off the page. Look at this. This is, I told you it's happening now. And look at what he said. I did this so you would not trust in human wisdom. But in the power of God. Notice he said, I did this. Not I'm going to do this. As in past tense. As in it's already done. So God did it. So we ain't resting in human wisdom. I know you can't figure out how it's going to happen for you. I know you can't figure out how you're going to make that next move. I know you don't see or any kind of way. I understand. But he did this. He did this so we wouldn't trust in human wisdom. So we wouldn't trust in our own ability to figure it out. So we wouldn't worry about everybody else that was stacked against us and all of the uh, presupposed odds that we have to face. So we wouldn't trust in that, but in the power of God. He did it and lined your situation up just like that. So now every time you face something, you ain't looking at the wisdom that humanity provides. Every time you face a situation, you said, oh, but the power of God, power of God changes all of the odds. Power of God makes it look different now. It's happening so that the haters will know he did it. It's happening so that the unbelievers will know he did it. It's happening so that the doubters will know he did it. And God orchestrated it to happen just that way. Hallelujah. I'm finished. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Glory is happening now. It's happening now. It's happening now. It's happening now. Glory to God. Hallelujah. It's happening now. Glory to God. Glory to God. I'm telling you, put that tablet next to your bed. Put that tablet next to your bed. God's going to, it's happening now. It's happening now. Mm -mm -mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I believe it's a tremendous blessing to be able to hear and receive from the word of God. I want to take an opportunity also to challenge you as you move further in not just hearing, but obeying the word of God. The Bible speaks in Romans of the fact that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. However, it doesn't stop there. It also lets us know that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. And then it leads us further to let us know that if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, we shall be saved. I want to give you an opportunity to meet the Savior today. An opportunity to meet Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. The one who died for our sins, who was buried, and who was raised again from the dead. Today, you can know him personally. I want you to take this opportunity to pray with me. Let's bow our heads and pray together. Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Please forgive me of my sins. 
I know that you are the son of the living God. And I believe that you gave your life for me. Come into my life. Come into my heart. Be the Lord and Savior of my life. And I thank you now for saving me. Amen and amen. Listen, if you've prayed that prayer, You've just accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. You are now part of the family of God. Your life has been changed forever. I want to encourage you now to be a part of a Bible-believing church. Somewhere where you can be fed the Word of God. The Bible says man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. It's important that you're hearing from God. It's important that you're growing in God's grace. I want to encourage you, find a place that you can connect with other like-minded believers and grow in the things of God. It will make all the difference in your new life as you live as unto the Lord. Also want to encourage those that may be watching now, and maybe you're already saved, maybe you're already part of a, a, a church, and you're just wanting to find somewhere where you can continue to grow in the things of God and add or supplement your faith. Thank you for taking this opportunity and allowing us to be a part of that supplement. Also, I want to say this. Some of you all may be watching and you say, well, how can I give to that ministry? How can I sow into that ministry? Well, listen, I want to encourage you to take the opportunity. We have an app that you can actually uh, download to your phone and you can give to this ministry at any time that you want to, or feel free to go to our website. You can go to our website and on our website, you will find uh, an opportunity to donate. There's a donate button, click on that button and it will further direct you into being able to give into this ministry. Listen, I believe that giving is a gain and not a loss. Jesus says it's more blessed to give than to receive. The Bible lets us know that he increases the fruits of our righteousness when we give. The Bible lets us know that he causes us to increase. He increases the fruits of our righteousness. It's all because God has allowed us to partake in the work that he is doing in the earth. And that is giving. That is giving of his son unto us. So when we give, we have an opportunity to imitate what God has been doing for us all along because it wasn't that we deserved it. It was that God was so good that he was giving his own son on our behalf. I pray that the message has been a blessing to you and I encourage you to come out, be a part of what we're doing. We're located at 740 North Main Street here in High Point, North Carolina. Feel free to join us every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. or every Wednesday evening at 7.20 p.m. God bless you and thank you again for being with us. God bless.